Wow. That was a, a really cold open. That open yeah. was frigid. Ice cold. Yeah. Jake, sir, how are you doing, brother? Dre, I'm doing fantastic, man. How are you? Doing good. Happy NFL draft. We are NFL draft day week out eve. I absolutely love it. Thank you so much. A and week same out, to you. right? Yeah. A week out. Same to me. Same to Yaya, producer Yaya here with us. As always, happy 420 to you all. Um, and yeah, we're just we're just hyped on a blessed Thursday in the Mile High City. Matching gear. We just dressed the same. Didn't coordinate this. I hope Ryan's watching <laughs> and gets to see it. It's one of the things he hates the most. Um, so yeah, I'll be on buffs with you. So the people get a little double dose of Jake and Dre today. That's exciting. Um, it might be our BS anniversary. So kind of a company anniversary, lots of things going on. And of course the abs play crucial game two at the big sack. And, uh, I'm telling you guys, it's a fade the crack in night. It's one of the oldest, brightest, most brilliant bits we've had on this here podcast. And today we get to fade the crack and make some money on the abs. I can feel it. I know it to be true and it will happen. We will will it to happen. And out of respect to the buffs pod, I know you guys don't like red. I'm wearing abs gear, you know, the old, uh, the old foot logo, which I love so much, but I went with the blue. So it wasn't red. Better dead than red. Better That's dead what they than say. red, they say. And I mean, when red means the Nebraska football team, absolutely that's correct. It should always mean the Nebraska football team. We don't associate with that color. I know, but like they're just going to, we're going to let them, we're going to let yeah, them yeah, ruin a full color for us. Like they're so meaningless. That's why it's stupid because you're going to let a good color be ruined just because of a dumb team. Like They haven't gone to a bowl game in well, forever. They're a bit. They're like this show. They do bits over what there. What about Ohio State program. fans that don't use the letter M? I know. What's weirder? Not it's wearing fun. the color red for a team or not using the letter M? But that's a... I almost said something discourteous <laughs> that I don't believe. Um, that rivalry currently has more juice. It does. But even then, when Ohio State had won like six in a row, I was like, I don't know. Maybe you guys shouldn't be giving them this respect. I guess. Maybe you should just be like, yeah, I mean, it's just a game we play at the end of the year, and but we're focused on the playoffs, not so much that trash. Rivalries program. don't make sense, though, Dre. We just do things that don't make sense for rivalries. Just how it works. It's just, it's like knowledge from a different like plane of existence you just accept it and you just fall in line and do the code rivalries are amazing yeah. um i'm i'm at a point where my soccer team's really reviving their crosstown rivalry it's basically like my team is the buffs they okay. made the national semifinal. they for are the, not the buffs for the first no they're they're more like notre dame they made the national semifinal for the first time in 16 years okay only they're playing Nebraska, who made it for the first time in like 12 years. How crazy would setup. that be, huh? This is happening for you? No, this is this this is going on May 9th. Uh, you will not Holy see me here. I'll be yelling shit. at home at a TV screener near me. Wow. Yeah. I'm already invested, and I don't even know the names of these teams. Uh, right? Right? <laughs> so, um, no, rivalries are me. 
when you're so into a rivalry, you almost know the rival team as well as you do yours. Yeah. And you have this weird, like, respect and deep hate for them. Yeah. Did you hear about the Michigan coach that Urban Meyer, or the Ohio State coach that Urban Meyer hired at his time at Ohio State, uh-huh. whose job was to only watch Michigan, watch their games, scout them, keep track of who they're recruiting? That was his job. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That makes a ton of sense. Yes. Um, and like back in the day for Coach Mack, something like that with Nebraska would have made sense. Because mm-hmm. again, like these are top programs. So like following them closely, yeah. seeing, being on their heels, whether it's schematically, roster building, what have you, mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. It's really smart. Yeah. You get into like the deep like team building aspects of how can we fundamentally like beat them. Exactly. I love that shit. Has Ryan Day not been doing that? I mean... <laughs> Hasn't figured it out. Shows up. Hasn't shows figured up. It out. Come on, Ryan Day. <laughs> All right. Wow. That was a fun. How many minutes of nonsense was that? We actually talked ball. We too, talked which sports. Yeah. We talked four good minutes, on us. five minutes. Oh good on gosh. us. Four to five minutes of nonsense, but ball inspired nonsense. Mike Trout in the chat. Let's go, Mike Trout. Chased the dragon last night with the Bruins. Um, making two separate deposits <laughs> got burned big time. I'm not an addict though. I'm just a sweet boy. It happens. Mike Trout, Mike <laughs> Trout. So in on his Bruins, I think he's forgetting how, how much parody there is in the NHL playoffs. You know, Bruins took a hard out last night, <sighs> but it happens. They have, I was seeing this upstairs, Mike Trout. I'm so glad you brought up the sweet boys because, uh, our guy Mitch and producer Kale, both certainly sweet boy adjacent, mm-hmm. uh, with all due respect. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, oh, Lakers going to win again, right? Nuggets going to win big again. And it was like, guys, you're kind of, you're doing what I call chasing your tail. Mm-hmm. You're always thinking that what happened last game is exactly what's going to happen the next game. Yes. It's more of a game of opposites. Mm-hmm. You got to be a, a step ahead. Yep. You always got to be a step ahead, not chasing what just happened, thinking what's going to happen. What are the going to be the motivations from the last game that result in something different this time around? Just a good lesson as we're so locked in playoffs, especially such a such a focus, you know, on every single game, all these micro plays. We lose that perspective mm-hmm. a little bit. Okay. Betting 101 with Professor Dre. Uh, sage Class is in session. Advice. That's right. That's right. Let's go to some big threes. Jakester put in the work, unlike with his outfit where he just lazily <laughs> copied me. I hear we have a cartoon. I believe that's Bet's history, having Jake on with his oh. cartoon. No, he's been on with his cartoon. This have I? First, yeah. It was just the first time that it says Jake underneath it. Oh, that's right. Yes, I didn't have a name before. (laughs) Wow, look at that. Show history all in one. Yes. Lay it on us, my brother. All right. uh, We're going to talk NFL draft here, but this prop is... uh, Should be higher, quite honestly. Michael Meyer over Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, very banged up. Uh, Didn't get to participate in combine drills. Didn't get to participate in pro day drills. Michael Mayer, I feel like his stock has only gone up. Um, oh. And we're even getting the underrated talk about Michael Mayer right now. That's how far past That's this discussion great. we've been. Yeah, it's the guy who was ranked um, in the top 10 coming yes, into the season. Exactly. So underrated. Uh, so <laughs> he will be drafted before Dalton Kincaid. And then to the NBA, 
The Warriors, man. I love watching the Warriors lose more than anyone else. They're down 2-0 right now. But yeah. give me a big clay night back in the Bay, man. Over 23 and a half points. He's splashing them, man. Yep. Um, that shot's really good. Yes, he, and mm -hmm. Wiggins back, too. I think the Warriors uh a little disrespected right now, and it's hard for me to say, but uh you're down 2-0. Step up, Clay. Step up, Steph. Yep. Um, and then That's give me McKinnon over four and a half shots on goal. Beautiful. Um, I mean, we could talk about this, but the Kraken first playoff game. I mean, yeah. get yeah. the big win out of the way, whatever. Do your little half celebration. Tonight we find out who the better hockey team is for real. There It'll you go. be the Avs. Mac will lead the way over four and a half shots on goal. His intensity during the game, just how poorly they played, kind of how unlucky they were. The Comments about the Kraken's goalie, it all adds up mm -hmm. to McKinnon just going nuclear. Those comments are why dudes. I picked that prop, <laughs> There honestly. you go. There you go. I mean, guy knows ball. He understands the inner drive, inner motivation. I worry, are you chasing your tail on this draft prop? Because up to this week, Dalton Kincaid had become the favorite to be the first tight end selected. He's kind of a receiving tight end savant. Michael Mayer, the more complete guy, bigger guy, yes. bigger program. And it does sound like Kincaid is cleared. Okay. I think there's some murmurs of maybe a slower 40. So what led you to this? Because my strategy, and we'll get into this in the second segment a little more as well, is kind of like don't get sucked into this most recent movement stick to your guns and what we were seeing prior. I mean, I do like Dalton Kincaid more, I think, as a prospect. That's the other thing. You're a Pac-12 guy, you're a Kincaid guy, so want to make sure but, you're not Dre, stepping into a trap here. What you said, though. Yeah. Going back a year ago, Michael Mayer was a top 10 lock. Yes. Yes. And the draft yes. cycle is that. Yes. It's a cycle. We kind of always flip it on its head, and we always kind of come back around, uh, you know, these times, a week, two weeks before the draft. Uh, let's catch this before it gets too far out ahead of us. Let's take the minus 130. The bigger, mm. more, mm. Um, I guess, talked about prospect from the get-go is going to go before Dalton Kincaid. This actually isn't a bad strategy for mock drafts is make a mock draft look as much as a mock draft from, like, November 2020 would have looked. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Because that's what we've seen some of these years is you um, draft proxy give you amazing value, Mike Trout. I'm just telling you, four units on Bryce Young at plus 150 to be the first overall pick, and now it's minus 14 hundo. You get on these early, they pay off in a big way. So Yes, and Bryce Young got up to plus 300-something when <sighs> the Panthers traded up. And everyone was like, oh, Josh McCown, watch the video on CJ Stroud. He's the number one overall pick. Thankfully, uh, ball knowers prevailed, and uh, we're back where we should be. Chasing their tail. Chasing their tail. Let's go to my big three. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, let's kill it. Okay. Makar, over two and a half shots on goal. He got three um, in the last game against the Kraken. Didn't think he was playing his best. Got some really nice shots from the point. Kraken kind of crowding. Um the middle of the ice and giving that to Kale. So I think Kale will keep shooting. I think Kale might even not shoot from the point, but mix it up, get a little more in there, switch positions with his forwards. 
um, and make things happen. Kraken, a team I know well, good de defensively, lots of depth. Um, but outside of like Larson, not the strongest defensive defenseman, more some offensive defensemen. And I think that will slowly but surely spell doom for them. I expect Bo and Byram to have another big night. I expect Kale to really put it on them. I also expect the intensity of this game to be cranked up from the Avs and uh, us to see more scoring and especially to see early scoring. So over one, a half goal, that's to say a goal will be scored in the first 10 minutes, that 0 to 0 9 And then give me Avs in 60 minutes. Heavy favorites on the regular money line, so we're going to go on a juice hunt here and gives me abs in 60. I just expect a big uh, bounce back. Gruby is not going to have all that luck in goal. Uh, the Kraken's goalies have been a real problem. I always fade them when Gruby's in net. Uh, so that's where I'm coming from. And uh, I think it'll work out. I think it's not time to despair on the abs, certainly. In fact, I want to see what their ad odds to win the series are now and how those have adjusted speaking of which i think the warriors you can get some decent adjusted um series odds right now and abs to win first off bruins minus 250 mike trout to win their series so there you go yeah abs minus 135 to win their series i think that's pretty good value i even might jump in on the Avs to win the West, where they're plus 330 mm. even value with the Edmonton Oilers, who themselves lost game one. So um, am I at all torn on who you root for this series? Um, yeah, I mean, so your analogy of it's got to be like a parent has two of their kids playing each other is a correct one only if like I was raising one of the kids as a bit and <laughs> hoping that everything in their development went wrong <laughs> so that I could profit off of it. Uh, that's the weird thing. I was watching the Kraken, but watching the Kraken and always invested in the other team, you know, now that flipped a little this year. I was watching them a little more and had money on the Kraken a little bit more, especially when Martin Jones was in net. They seemed to perform well, and they made me some money first half of the season. Second half slowed down a little. But no, I mean, the Kraken, they're kind of like a bit, so... The bit kid. Yeah, they're... Matilda? I, I'm not torn. You're right. No, they're right. Stuart Little. They're oh, like Stuart Matilda. Little. Yeah. Stuart Little more than anything. <laughs> Stuart Little. What was Stuart Steele? He's a mouse. He's I know a mouse. That so that's the bit. They're raising a mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in the end, Stuart Little did bring the family back together. See? I mean, all these stories, like Matilda, Stuart the Little, Kraken I think they too. all... The Kraken will bring the avalanche back together. They'll bring they the lose. family back together. Exactly. Mike Trout says, like, foster care. No, I think... I don't think that's how foster care is done. If it is, pretty mean. Pretty mean. Oh, um, no. A little Orphan Annie deal, maybe. You know, maybe. Um... Boy, that's an old-timey reference. Good old-timey reference there. Yeah, you went deep in the bag there, thank man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's NBA playoff time um, and NHL playoffs, frankly. And DraftKings Sportsbook, they've got you covered. Boosts, 
No Sweat SGPs, No Sweat SGP Xs or SGPPs, as we call them, incredible deals. And right now, new users can make $5 on a pregame money line and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Imagine being able to bet on any of these Eastern Conference favorites and just put $5 on it to win 150 in bonus bets. Imagine being able to bet on the Nuggets $5 and win 150. It's, I mean, it's just absurd. That's a white whale level deal right there. That's the parlay I keep chasing. That's why we call white whales. Of course, this podcast is um, in favor of the humane treatment of all animals, whales first and foremost. And big cats. <laughs> big cats. We love big cats on this show. No doubt. Download the app now and sign up with code DMVR. New customers can make $5 can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts call 800-327-5050 or visit gambling helpline ma.org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. All right. What a pro. Thank you, thank you. Um, Overman says I took Avs in five and Avs in six at plus three eighty before the first game. Great call. The Avs in six at plus three eighty feels really good to me, though. That mean they win in Seattle. Though I, 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 I can see it. Um, as we mentioned. We've got some no-sweat SGPs on the NHL, so we're going to get our Avs SGP on. That would be the dilemma of the day, but I'm kind of skipping steps. There you go. How do you no-sweat Avs SGP and draft props a week out? Yep, we just scraped the surface of the draft prop madness we will pursue. Okay, here's what I got for you, Jake, as far as this SGP no-sweat just like the Nugs, we lose yesterday. Doesn't matter. Got that right back unit right back to play with today. We're going to go over five and a half goals. That's okay. the game over. Because I feel like that's six, six and a half where it's actually set. That feels a little too ambitious. I've said it all season long. Avs against bad teams are up, up, up. Avs against good teams more of a low scoring thing but over five and a half happens over half goal in the first period abs money line mckinnon anytime goal score because i'm like you i feel like max just gonna go ballistic on him abs first goal because as i mentioned they're gonna come out firing on all cylinders get it done take care of business right out the gate and abs Last goal and a little empty netter. Mm. Plus 475. Sounds good. I uh, like that. Are we moving with any of these goal scorer props? Oh, wait, we did get McKinnon, right? McKinnon, yes. Okay. 
I think McKinnon. I got it then. Anything else, I don't feel great. Of course, the NHL. McCar- Did you get McCart points in there? I got a goal. McCart points. The Mc- power play oh, runs oh, through oh. him. The power play always runs through him. So if you can get a PP point, that's better. I was having trouble finding points but on the... You always want McCarr. I think it McCarr, just McCarr. has goal score on the SGP side of things. Boo. McCarr over a .5 point, the normal line can't not found in SGPs. That is minus 200. So I'm with you. If I could add that to the SGP, I'd be gold. That's a, but it's a power great play. SGP. What's like? a power play point from McCarr? Oh, let's look at that. Let's flip that thing out of SGP. I'm guessing it's like plus 150. Power play points for Makar just to have one plus 115. That's a great one. Dude, that, you take that every That's time. That's a great one. That's. Um, I also, like, as I mentioned, I'd be all over Bo and Byram props, but I don't see a ton. There's not a lot because he's like. I know, but, like, be? he had five shots on goal. Like, oof. I mean, he. He's gonna go ballistic. But Nico's goal score is always a good. It's always a good one too. I, I was looking at his stats against the Kraken, so he doesn't hit shot. Miko, this is. He doesn't hit his over shots on goal prop last game. In three games, only had eight shots on goal, zero points against the Kraken this season, and a minus three on the plus minus. So I'm with you. I think he's due, and the way Miko is playing at the end of the year and at just this season in general. But I do worry about how he's performed thus far against Seattle this season. Okay, let's say Miko doesn't do it. What about Georgie shutout or over on saves? Had a bad game. Georgie bad. is always known to bounce back after a bad game. It's not a bad idea. Look at that. That's a guy that needs to play better, and he This will. is another one I wish we could put in the SGP. We're pretty um, limited here on these SGPs. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, SGPs suck. They're hard to make and actually yeah. get good value. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, and it's it's the getting good value. So that's why I came with the pre-cooked and, um, you know, uh, plus 475. You could do a lot worse, and it's no sweat, so. Mm-hmm. Let's get into these draft props, Jake. Aside from the tight ends, what jumps out to you? What direction would you like to uh, take this in? Um, I was looking at, so if you go to 2023 draft, go to top 10. Yeah, so this is under NFL, and there's like four different draft sections. Um, go to top 10. Yep. We got to be able to get some juice out of this. Okay. Guys who... Could go in the top 10 who uh, have some plus money value. I mean, look at these tackles there. Plus 400 and plus 450 for Broderick Jones and Darnell Wright. Tackles always go high. Yeah. Um, Broderick would be a really intriguing one. But I agree with you. Top 10, I think the tackles are being a little undervalued. Paris Johnson specifically... Well, I get the feeling will be the first tackle taken. You can get him to be the pick at nine for the Bears at plus 200, and you can take him under nine and a half at plus 120. Okay. So it's nice plus value on uh-huh. both of those for him to go in the top nine, which I agree with you. Paris Johnson Jr. to go top five plus 3,500 aggressive but not unthinkable 
Like, if you're the Seahawks, could you pair him with, like, Charles Cross? Yeah. Have your bookends at tackle? The Seahawks just, I mean, they're going to be in prime position to take one of these top defensive players, though. And that's what Pete Carroll loves. I know, but in the past, haven't they always gone with, like, the underrated defender? It's not. This team was never built on blue chippers. That's true. It was built on the Richard Shermans and the Michael Bennett's and the Cliff Averill's and Bruce Irving's and Bobby Wagner's of the world. What else would they go then? So if they... Obviously, Edge Rusher's up there. Edge Rusher's up there. So, and this is what I like, is DraftKings Sportsbook, you can look at the odds specifically for the fifth overall pick, the Seahawks. Right. Will Anderson plus 200's the favorite. Okay. Now, Will Anderson has also become the betting favorite to go second overall, plus right. 150 mm-hmm. to the Texans. I think their Tyree Wilson at plus 250 is intriguing, second mm-hmm. overall. Um, These quarterbacks aren't it, happening. It wouldn't open up for Will Anderson to be available at five if we don't have a surprise at second overall. Right. I also think Jalen Carter would be fascinating because Seahawks, yes, they go unconventional. They also strike me as a front office that really doesn't give too much of a crap about off the old red flags. You can say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that about as nice on the Beth show as I could say <laughs> yeah. that. Um, quarterbacks, forget it. I think that was all smoke. Corners, these corners don't fit. That's not their MO. Mm-hmm. Like you're definitely not taking Devin Witherspoon. That's not a Seattle type at all. Mm-mm. So why not Paris Johnson Jr.? Okay. I, like, I mean, he's that. not that far down the line. I'd put him at more like plus 900 than plus 3,500. Yeah, definitely. Like, these quarterbacks don't even factor in. They're not going to take no, a quarterback. No, they're, they paid Geno Smith. Yeah. That's all smoke. Yeah, and I agree. I don't think I see them taking a cornerback that high with this premium pick. Maybe when they come back around. Right, they have multiple se- They have another second or another first. They have multiple seconds. Yes. Like. They're prime for that. I kind of like that, man. Plus yeah. 3,500 is juicy. Yeah, and then like at 22, you could go after Joey Porter Jr., you know, like right. a bigger long, Keely Ringo, a long yeah. corner that mm-hmm. fits your scheme more and gives you more value. So, and I've been trying, if so there's one thing is trying to find the bigger value plays. Like what are a couple of things I can have in my slip, maybe just sprinkle a unit, and if one of these hits... I've made right. my whole draft week, you know? Yes. And then going after some more like, you know, like Bryce Young at plus 150 months out where it's like I'm I'm getting good value for something I feel like is an even proposition. Exactly. Uh, number two draft pick. Are we feeling Will Anderson to the Texans? He is the favorite, plus 150. <sighs> We already kind of had this conversation. When there's smoke, there's... I don't know. No? I don't know. I... I don't think they're taking a quarterback. I agree with you on that, and I don't know if they're just going to go best player available. Like, sometimes teams like this, they've got something in mind, and they just go... It feels very, like... The Raiders at five when they took Cleveland Farrell. Right. Like everyone else is thinking this, that, and the other. Instead, they had zeroed in on one guy. So then, okay, pretend you're some mind meld of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. 
Who would you draft if you were running the Texans then? Step into the 49ers mind, mind frame for D'Amico Ryans here. Well, I'm thinking if I'm D'Amico Ryans... Would it be defensive front? That's how that Niners D was built. The mm-hmm. front's elite. And so... Jalen Carter plus 1,500? Like, that doesn't feel that insane, does it? No. I mean, he'd get to kind of hide away because Houston's going to be awful. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. You got the edge rushers. I mean, still decent value, plus 150 and plus 250 for Will Anderson and Tyree and Wilson. And I mean, the GM is still there, even though a lot of his decision-making has been taken away. Mm-hmm. Last year, who they go for? Derek Stingley. Yep. And the guard from A&M that I was really high on, Kenyon, Kenyon Green. Green. Mm-hmm. Blue chippers. Yep. Five stars. Yes. Maybe not guys that had the best last season or the best draft season, but they were like, screw it. We're just going with the top guy on the board. Jalen Carter feels like great value. Um, Interesting. Do we go to number three? We don't even know who's going to be picking here. Do we just put C.J. Stroud here? That's why C.J. Stroud plus 125 to be the third overall pick feels like Mm -hmm. tremendous value. Yep. Also, Will Levis plus 800 feels like really nice value. Um, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson, who to be drafted first, has completely flipped on its head. Yes. Where, where Richardson was the, those are under draft, draft 2023 draft, draft matchups. Oh, these are great. Yes. These are pretty good if you get good enough value. So who will be drafted earlier? Will Levis minus 250 against A Rich plus 200. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, A Rich, man. I've always liked him more than Levis. That's, of course, great He's value too. Quite younger. Yes, that too. Plus 200, though? I like that quite a lot. Okay, there you go. That's another value play. I think a nice value play is C.J. Strout, second quarterback selected, minus 135. Yes, yes. Um, That feels like really easy value. Mm -hmm. Tyree Wilson to be a top five pick, plus 100. Feels like pretty decent value. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that, yeah. You know, I was big on over four and a half wide receivers. That's since moved to three and a half. I can get the over at minus 115. So do we think it's for the NFL? It's got to be Quentin Johnson, right? That's got to be your fourth? (sighs) Could be, but um, guys like Jonathan Mingo are rising in mocks. I've seen crazier things from the NFL. Um Jalen Hyatt and that deep speed, the Litnikoff Award, all that certainly could add up. Um, Josh Downs is a guy that, like, I don't know if Zay Flowers is going top 20. Is it crazy for Josh Downs to go top 31? That's a good point. I don't know, man. I'm still so back and forth on this. I think today I'm on the underside, under three and a half. All I know is the NFL has told us that the wide receiver is basically the second most valuable position in football right now. Pretty much, yeah. I'm just not convinced that then the draft comes around and we're just going to start nitpicking and letting all these guys drop. It's three years in a row, five-plus wide receivers have gone round one, and I think like 10-plus have gone in the first two rounds. It has to be Quentin Johnston. 
to get over that three and a half mark. I just don't see the other guys. I mean, maybe Hyatt with the speed. I don't know, man. Hyatt with the speed. Um, I'm still split. I mean, it makes sense. The line is one fit minus one fifteen on both sides, but I I still feel like the over four and a half will hit for me. What is um, this total quarterbacks drafted in the first round over under four and a half? Who would even be the fifth? Hooker. You've seen him in mocks, That's though. That's not happening. You've seen him in mocks? That's not happening. What's the value on the under? The under is it? it's a clear, like, top four. Hooker's 26. No, I know, but what's the oh. actual value on under Min- four and a half? Minus 115, both sides. Wow. Yes. So the book's telling you hooker to go around one is basically a minus 115 proposition. Which, yeah, uh, Jake, I don't, I mean, come on, man. There's no way the offense is, it is what it is. It's a Looney Tunes offense. It's a 26 year old quarterback coming off a torn ACL who is, granted, he had a nice year, but was just throwing bombs all year. I wasn't reading coverages. The NFL loves guys that throw bombs. He's not going to play this year. I know. Uh, I'd go under four and a half total quarterbacks drafted in the first round. Even money. It's not bad. I'd go Jalen Carter under six and a half as his draft position at plus 100. Okay, like that. I'd go Jackson Smith and Jigba as his draft position under 12 and a half at plus 185. Um, Paris Johnson under nine and a half. We already talked about that one, right? I love that one. Yeah. Circle that. Yep. I think Broderick's under. Will Levis over six and a half is plus 200. The book's telling you he's going in the top six, isn't it? Is he really, though? All I know is the book has as good a sources as the most dialed in. They really do. I mean, they have better sources than any NFL analyst. So I do believe that. It's why Will Levis... Number third pick overall at plus 800. Feels like nice value, man. But what if the Cardinals don't don't trade out? What if they pick there? I think that's honestly an impossibility. You think so? I also feel like this might be part of this like chatter of like, oh, all the quarterbacks aren't going top four is to try and throw people off the teams like the cards, throw them off the scent of like, hey, you can't be asking this crazy yeah. price. Okay, okay. I don't know. Will Levis over six and a half, though. The crazy thing about Will Levis is he's also 24. I, I still don't understand why that's never brought up. And just not very good. Like, was <laughs> trash in a pro-style offense. Yeah. Uh, Rick Scangarello, man. I know. We missed that guy. What a guy. Um... <laughs> Anything else that stands out to you? I mean, there are some amazing draft specials here. Um, okay, I was looking to go to 2023 draft, go to college props. Yeah. Uh, yes. The AC and C, the ACC one, ACC, they said at yes. three and a half. Yeah. So who would that be? It'd be Miles Murphy, right? Clemson kid. Miles Murphy, Brian Bercy, Brian Clemson, Bercy Clemson. And Zay. Zay Jones, Boston Flowers. College. Zay. Jeez. <laughs> Zay Flowers. 
I'd managed to not do that that much this draft season. Yes. That's our top be three. It? We're feeling... Who would be the fourth? Locked in, right? I need to, without my board in front of me, I need to like I'm trying find to a quick tab with rankings right here. Here, we'll just go to... Oh, Brugler's draft guide is asking me for a password. <laughs> Damn you, Brugler. Hold on, hold on. I got this. Here, we'll go. Okay. Jordan Reed's uh, draft rankings. So looking okay. through Miles Murphy, Zay Flowers. Uh-huh. Ooh. Deontay. Shit. Maryland. I know. He Why almost got me Maryland? too. Why? He <laughs> got me too. Um, it'd be Trenton Simpson. Trenton Simpson. That'd be our other guy. What about Kalijah Cansey? Kalijah Cansey. He got invited to the draft, I think. Uh-huh. He's going to be there. It sucks the Notre Dame guys don't count. Kalijah Cansey in the and first And like round. Josh Downs slipping into the end of... Sure. Yeah, Trent Simpson. That's about it. Mm. Yeah, like Matthew Bergeron. K on White. Ooh. Ooh, that's a guy who could ruin some plans. But I'm with you. Under feels good. Mm -hmm. Minus 150 is still some solid juice there. Yeah. Uh, Big 12 is only four and a half, so that would be Tyree Wilson. Yep. That would be Bajan. Yep. Uh, Anton Harrison. Anton Harrison. Quentin Johnston. Yep. Marvin uh, Mims, potentially. Mims, potentially. Who's another sneaky could slip into the first. You in said Anton receiver. Harrison, right? Mm-hmm. That's five. Big 12 doesn't have a ton of juice. Steve Avia would be another option. Will McDonald. McDonald, I forgot Ooh, about Ooh, your guy Julius Brents. Uh, he I can't. seen mocked in the first. Really? Well, think of like Seattle at 22. Why wouldn't you go after Julius Brents? Tyreek Woolen, Julius Brents? They got Tyreek Woolen in the fifth round, though, oh, well. which was asinine, first off. But Big 12 one is, uh, do we think we get a Will McDonald in the first round? Uh, Anton Harrison in the Felix first round? Felix would be another one. Felix, Anton's too. So Tyree, Anton, and Bijan, to me, are locks. Okay. Three. I've seen Felix in the first round quite a lot. Yeah, you could see him. Felix or... And then Will McDonald. The edge rushers are going to go, bro. That's five. Do we like that? John Johnson's really the better. Johnson, And then too. you've got some Avila, Marvin Mims possibilities. Fine, let's go... So we're up to like seven or eight let's potential guys. Let's go over. Let's yeah. go over. He's a Buffs guy. He's dialed to the Big 12 because it, it's probably their <laughs> new conference. So... Um, I'll take that rationale. God, I love doing this. What else stands out to you? What, what else? else more? Yeah, I can't, um, I can't stop now. All right. So draft pick parlays. Draft pick parlays. Um, so, oh, they just added to this since I looked at it this morning. What legends. So what do you think the one-two pairing will be? Ooh. Bryce Young, Will Anderson, one-two plus 160. Bryce Young, Tyree Wilson, plus 260. Okay. Bryce Young, Jalen Carter is what I want to find. Yes. 
Oh, gosh. I fear that's not even going to be available. Oh. Bryce Young. There are some crazy ones. There are some insane ones. <laughs> this is wild. Bryce Young, Tanner McKee is one. That'd what be are we doing? Wild. Huh. Man, am I not going to find Bryce Young, Jalen Carter here? If Sad. it is, it's going to be massive odds. Sad. And then we have top three exact. Not all quarterbacks or all quarterbacks? All quarterbacks plus 270. Uh, if you're not a Johnny come lately like Jake over here, you might want to sprinkle on that. <laughs> you like being called a Johnny come lately? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I think it's pretty explanatory. <laughs> you're up. Also, get yeah. this. I'm not giving this out as a pick. Okay. But to be the number eight pick, Atlanta currently at eight. Possibility Atlanta could trade up, right? They could right. be a quarterback spot because they're absolute idiots and aren't pursuing Lamar. And I don't know. Maybe they believe in Desmond Ritter. Hey, but Anyways. Desmond Ritter's changing his number back to nine. Oh, well, that'll make all the difference yes. in the world. Uh, Bijan Robinson plus 200 shortest odds to be the first one taken at that pick. Huh? Okay. What do you think of so that? So then what is Bijan top 10? Let's go to it. Plus 120. Mm. Yeah. Especially 8, 9, 10. Yeah. It's just like, look, the NFL's been obsessed with guys like Debo the last couple of years. Right. Who's a wide receiver first, but so much of the appeal is that he can run the ball like a running back. And Christian McCaffrey was still traded for a lot. It's crazy to me that someone who is just as much as a dual threat as Debo, basically, in Bijan Robinson or even Jameer Gibbs, were just, oh, they, he'll drop to the second. We don't give a shit about him. Like, yeah. That's coming from people who don't know ball and are looking at spreadsheets. That is very fucking true. Because I, just like lacking mental fluidity if you can't see like how, yeah, he's basically Debo, but he'll just get a few more touches on the run side than he will on the receiving side. But like that equation's just barely skewed. Wait, I like this though. Arthur Smith, kind of like an offensive like minded head coach. You got a young quarterback. You just traded away your best wide receiver. They ran the ball crazy good, too. Yep. That's a way to get Kyle Pitts more involved. Drake London. Drake London, just over the top. I like it. Plus 200 to be the eighth overall pick, or safer plus 120 safer to Safer plus 10. 120 for top Boom. 10, for sure. Boom. I'm convinced of that. I love that one. I like that, too. There's even draft team specials, which I use for mock drafts. Sadly, we don't have odds for the Broncos' first uh, position to be taken. But if you're like, <sighs> if you're like me, and you're like, God, the Bears can't just take another defender with their first overall pick. They have to help Justin Fields out. That might be where you might want to sprinkle Bears on. No, that's uh, tr- it's struggling to load for me. Right yeah, now, mine but. just crashed too. Okay, well. Does that mean we're done, I guess? We are done with that <laughs> bit. Yay. No, we're not. We're not. Oh, we're okay. Not. Mine just loaded up. Yep. We're back. We're back. Um, so for example, Bears to go wide re- Bears to go wide receiver with their first pick plus seven fifty. Sorry, but that's just not that crazy. Right. Um O lineman's minus one eighty. O lineman D line. D line's plus one eighty. Mm. Or like 
Packers to take a tight end first round. That's plus 200. It's not even the shortest odds. Shortest odds is lineman edge. How about Detroit Lions to draft a quarterback at plus 750? That would be with their first pick. Sixth mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. It's happening? I'm Bro, you have Jared Goff. You have a perfect bridge quarterback. Let's talk me into it. What about the Vikings who have an addiction to drafting corners? <laughs> Cornerback at plus 200. Um, what did they draft in the first round last year? Can't remember. Can't remember either. Anything else that stands out to you? I mean, it's uh, so fun. And I'm, I'm telling you, that's where you get some value. Nothing really stands out. Wow, they really limited these draft team specials. They went Lewis Kane. They traded down out of the first round and went with the Georgia safety. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah, cornerback plus 200 for the Vikings. And that's just that's just us looking at the NFC North. You could do this with every single team. It's an absolute blast. And, for example, they don't have the Texans up, which I think is very telling. Mm. All right. That's all from us. Jakester, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Got to do better than we did. Oh, look at this. Always under team draft matchups, team to draft player, you have team to draft Anthony Richardson, team yep. to draft Bijan, team to draft Hendon Cooker, team to draft Jameer Gibbs, where the Broncos have the 10th shortest odds at plus 1,500, by the way. Jake Moody, the kicker, the top kicker, <laughs> Jalen Carter. <laughs> Jalen Carter, uh, Texans plus 16 hundo. Wait, who is the worst kicker in the NFL? Who is uh, the worst kicker in the couldn't NFL? Couldn't tell you off the top. We need to look at that one for drafting there the top you, kicker. There you go. Um, so, yeah, Michael Mayer. Packers plus 400, Cowboys plus 550. Some good ones here. Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Chargers plus 2,500. God, I'd hate that so much. Oh, and they even have Will Levis where the Colts are plus 100. Man. The Texans are plus 300. Good luck, Indianapolis. Good luck, man. Imagine being gun-shy about your quarterback for years and then deciding Will Levis is your guy. That would make me sick as a fan. Yikes, man. Yikes. Um, Brutal. Yeah, some an epic com- uh, comment from number one stunner. We don't have any advice for you. So yeah, Good but, luck with that, man. Yeah, big time. We're thinking about you, okay? <laughs> um, all right. From producer Yaya, superstar Jake Schwanitz. Find all his stuff at DMVR Buffs and uh, lots of draft stuff, draft pod coming. And Dr. Dre, later. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it been a little, a little uh, fortunate the last, last few games, but uh, you, have to, you have to be in the moment.